This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy. Christy. Yes. Do you believe in the saying, timing is everything? Absolutely. I do too, girl. I do too. I believe in it because I've seen the truth in that throughout my life over and over and over. Mm -hmm. I am still seeing that every day. Yes. I'm seeing it every day. I saw it in my year of just, uh, I've talked about it, haven't dubbed it anything yet, but it was like my, my year to sit still. It's like your sabbatical. Is that what? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But it was my year of stillness because by nature, I'm not like that. And no, you're not. (laughs) You're not a sit still kind of, let's just let everything happen. Yeah. I'm always like a, you know, okay, yeah, let's do this. Let's make it happen. What's next? I'm always doing. It's not always good. Sometimes that's good. And you can use that skill in a lot of ways, but sometimes it's not good. Sometimes you need to just sit back and wait. And patience is not a virtue of mine. And I really think God was processing me with several things with, with sitting there and being still and not having the next big thing or not doing what I thought was the next big thing, even kind of putting all of my plans on hold and just sitting still. I didn't know why, but I did take that opportunity to work on myself, personal development, if you will. And in my mind, I was just kind of saying, when it's time, I'm going to be ready. I'm just going to, I'm just going to let this process happen. And it was hard. It was hard because it even was a lot of solitude at times. And I'm not really a solitude kind of person. I'm, I'm more of like a people person. And I really had to go against a lot of the things that maybe came a little more naturally to me and do something different. But the timing wasn't right. I needed to sit back. I'm glad I didn't go down some of the trails that I was going down. I was I was trucking down some trails that I just jumped off of altogether. I put some things on hold that I was planning and I just waited. And I have to say, I don't think 2024 is my year to be still. I believe that the Come timing on, is right Come now. <laughs> I really do. It was so hard because I was like, what, what is going on? You know, it's so hard to have that patience when you want it to happen right now. Well, we, we want instant gratification. I'm going to raise my hand to this because I love, <laughs> I love instant gratification. I think most people do mm-hmm. because especially if it's something you really want or you're passionate about or whatever it is like you want it to happen now like I want it now like a little kid they want something they're like I want it now now but 
the processing is all part of it. God sees that we're not ready mm-hmm. or all the pieces haven't come into place yet. Whereas if you just push over that and you do something when the timing is not right, it's not going to work and it's not going to be successful in the way that it would if you just give yourself a minute and trust that process. And, you know, I wrote a, this reminds me, I wrote a post several years ago about how we're God processes us like gold. Gold has to go through all of this process. Things have to be taken out of it. Things have to be added to it. It has to be heated up. All of these things. But that's what makes gold. That's what makes it priceless and beautiful and quality is because it has to go through all of those things. And it just it has to be processed. And we as human beings, we have to be processed and we have to wait until we're ready. God's ready till that timing is right. Yeah. And, you know, I just kept telling myself, like you said about the the gold. I kept saying, I'm gold. No, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> I kept thinking I'm platinum. But okay. <laughs> what 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 process does platinum have to go through? I'm, I'm kidding. I, I still like gold. Do you like platinum better? Platinum's white gold, right? Is that is it always white? I don't know. I like gold. I don't know. Anyway, I like all of the, them. The the thing that I kept telling myself is, okay, he's definitely refining my patience, much like you said, gold is refined yes. and processed again and again. So when I'm when it's time, I am learning to develop my patience because that is one thing that I've never been. I mean, it's definitely a weakness of mine. And I just kept concentrating on the things that that I was struggling with, but in a positive way to say, okay, I'm developing this. There's a reason that I'm having to develop this patience. There's a reason that I need this solitude. There's a reason that it's this slow going growth, like a plant growing or a flower growing. It doesn't mean that it's dead and it's not going to bloom. It just takes some time. And I just kept thinking, I'm being refined and I'm being processed because I wasn't at the place, like you said, for whatever's coming. I wasn't at that place and I'm going to need that. I'm going to need those skills. I'm going to need that patience. I'm going to need that when it's time for me to do. And look, I didn't even know what. I was almost like, I feel like I got, I, 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 there's something I, that I, I need to do and it's purposeful but I don't know what it is yet. And I have to wait. I can't go get involved in a lot of things. I have to wait. I have to wait. And I'm grateful for the personal development that I have done because I think in my younger years, or I know that I would not have viewed it that way. I would have been frustrated. It's so easy. And I was frustrated, but I pulled myself back to a place of saying I'm being processed and it's okay. It's okay for me if it takes the whole year and it freaking did. It's okay to wait. Yeah. Well, I'm so close to you anyway. We we talk so much and we share our lives and the good, the bad, and the ugly with each other. And I have seen that for you. I know how hard it was for you, but I've also seen you grow in such a beautiful way and have, have seen how good that has been for you. And I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you for taking that time because I know it was hard for you, but I know that it's had such a good, positive impact on you. You know, I love, I know you love this too. It's one of my favorite quotes. We love Richard Bach. Mm. What the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls a butterfly. 
Love it, girl. Don't Ooh, you I love, love that? That's one of my, I didn't even know yes. it was one of your favorite ones. Yes. You said you knew it was mine because you know I love Richard Bach, <laughs> but yes, yes, I love that. It's so good because it's so true. And those times when we feel like nothing is happening, we're dying, the world is ending for us in a sense. We're not we're not doing all the things we wanted to do. We don't have the love in our life that we wanted. We don't have the success with our business that we wanted. We don't have that child yet. We don't have whatever it is that we're really longing for. We just have to hold on because that butterfly has to go, the, the caterpillar has to go into that cocoon and it seems like they're dead, but they're going through a transformation. And when they mm-hmm. come out, they're that beautiful, beautiful butterfly. And that's the same way in our lives. Yeah, and if you really trust that process, like that quote, from the outside looking in, it looks like a dead, ugly, kind of bland thing, mm-hmm. but then emerges this this beautiful transformation happens, and it happens, you don't rush it, you do not rush a butterfly no. No, when no, they're no. in the cocoon, you do not rush that process, or a caterpillar rather, you let it happen and it happens in its own time. Mm -hmm. And if it didn't happen in that time, it would not be developed. It wouldn't have all those beautiful colors. It wouldn't be able to fly. It wouldn't be able to do all of those things. I love that quote because I haven't heard it in a while. Isn't it in, I think it's like right in the front of one of his books. I forget which one it's actually, or in the back. I don't know. It's in in the book. Um, the Reluctant Messiah. Okay, I couldn't yeah, remember. I was which just one. thinking because I, I I have it over there on my desk, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's in it's in it's in the it's in there somewhere. I can't remember exactly, but there are a it's lot such of such a little... beautiful reminder because you yes. know whenever you are when we're going through a hard time and we're talking to each other, we we tend to do this with each other. If we're if if I'm struggling with something or you're struggling something, one of us will say to the other. It feels like a struggle, and I know it's hard, but it's transformation. And we always yep. say, like a butterfly in a cocoon, it's <laughs> transformation. It's yep. just transformation time. you got to climb into that cocoon until you're ready. And that is one of the things about timing is it's usually not ours. It's usually not all on, all on our timing. Mm-mm. Sometimes things happen on our timing, but a lot of times, and the really good stuff, a lot of times doesn't ha- happen on our timing. It's, it's, it's like if you have a little kid, okay, and this little kid can only crawl, okay? They're not even walking yet. But that kid, you know, gets rushed and, and, and to develop and, and mature, and you go put that kid behind the wheel of a car, well, the journey requires someone to drive, but you can't rush that. You can't put a little crawling child behind the wheel of a car. So driving is a big thing, and you might be going to a wonderful destination that's going to change everything, but that child still has to go through the developmental stages before they can drive because, yeah, driving is much faster than crawling. You're going to get there a lot faster. There's a lot more involved. You can go a lot further, but... You can't rush that development. You can't rush that. And I, I have to remind myself of that when timing doesn't work and when I'm impatient, when I'm frustrated. I have to remind myself I'm still growing. Yeah, I'm not a little kid crawling, but maybe I'm crawling in some areas metaphorically yeah. and I have to learn to walk. Or maybe God wants me to drive this time. Yeah. And I have to have those skills. So 
Yeah, I think that's such a good reminder that you're just being prepared for something and you're being transformed, refined. Well, and it's important to remember in those times of like waiting and, and learning patience to just focus on the good in the moment that you're in and try to develop yourself. Look at the things around you and say, okay, what can I learn right now? What is it that I need to get better at? You know, like you said, you needed to learn patience. Mm -hmm. I've been in plenty of times in my life where I needed to learn patience. Now is one of them, too, because I have a little child and I've been working so hard on several things, but I have a little child (laughs) and taking care of him while I'm trying to do those things is hard. But I'm also trying to enjoy every moment that I can with him to see all of the growing and all of the things that he's going through while I'm doing this other stuff. So learning patience is a, is a huge, huge thing. It's a huge thing. But if you can take that time to really develop your patience and to just work on yourself and say, okay, what can I do to become better, stronger? What can I do to build my faith? What can I do to just, just become a better person so that when the timing is right, you're ready to step into that. Yeah, in faith, you made a good point. Being developed enough in your faith, in your belief system, in your belief in yourself, in your belief in God, higher power, the universe, that it is all going to work out for your good, and it's for something good, it's not for something bad, that it's you're being refined for something good and something better. And maybe the reason you had to jump off a couple paths or sit still like I did is because something's better. And even the bad stuff, the stuff that seems so bad, there's always something good in that. Um, I know you probably remember this because you are older than me and your memory is probably a lot more vivid than mine is of this. So correct me if I'm wrong, but do you remember... I don't know if you remember where we were. We were traveling, and it's when Val was real little. And Val ended up getting a super, super high, like, scary temperature. Well, we were out of town, so, you know, it's not like running to your regular doctor and and all of that. And plus, back in those days, you know, parents let you sweat it out most of the time anyway. You didn't really (laughs) run to the doctor unless you were, like, non-responsive. You kind of toughed it out. Um but she had a super, super high temperature. We were in a hotel somewhere, weren't we? I know you know the story. Yes. I can't remember. I think we were somewhere maybe um, having a meeting or something. Like uh, like with Papa. Yeah, I think we were with Papa, maybe having like a, a church meeting or something somewhere out of town. Yeah. And we were in a hotel, and Mom and Dad could not get her temperature to come down. No. She had a terrible, terrible fever. So it was late at night, and they packed us all up in the car. I'll let you finish the story, but... Yeah, we were all pretty small, because I know Val was really young, and they didn't want to leave us there at the hotel, so they packed us all up because they wanted to go to the drugstore. It was relatively late, too, because they just kind of said, we've got to go do something to try to get our temperature down. And so we were sitting out I think mom is the only one that went in did you go in with mom or were you out there with us no I was out there with y'all mom is the only one that went in dad and all of us kids were in the car we went to a grocery a grocery store store, and she was going to the pharmacy section to try to get some things I don't remember I think some Pedialyte water and some different stuff for Val and 
it was late. Everybody was tired. Mom and dad were worried about Val. We're sitting out there in the dark. And we see coming out. Mom's taking forever. And <laughs> coming out of the door is this gentleman. He's he's probably, I don't know, what would you say in his 30s maybe, Christy? I don't know. When you're a kid, you can't judge age good. 30s or 40s. I, yeah, maybe. Maybe middle-aged man. Yeah. But relatively um unkempt he did not look like he had much um you know his shoes looked like that they were on their very last walk he just did not look like he was having the best time in life Mm -hmm. and he came out and he had a little grocery bag with I think a thing of mustard and I remember this because I remember seeing him with these items as a little kid some sandwich meat, and a loaf am I of right? Bread. Yeah, and the bread. And he went out. He came out of the grocery store. We recognized him anyway because he didn't. He looked like he could possibly be homeless and didn't ha- maybe have a place to go. And he went and set out behind. He walked around and set out behind like where the dumpsters are. Yeah, he walked all the way around. He didn't go to a car. Obviously, he walked all the way around to the back of the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and he sat down. And started and took out his mustard and his meat and his bread and started making himself something to eat. Well, and we we didn't see all of this. Remember, Dad Dad saw him and, like, knew something. It just, yeah. it, it, Dad was... He recognized it, yeah, it immediately. he recognized something. And when Mom got back to the car, Dad pulled around to the back of the supermarket and he was sitting in the back yeah. making himself a sandwich sitting on something back there where the mm-hmm. well dad pulled up got a chance to talk to the gentleman gave him some money and told him i think it was some i think basically said you know get, get yourself a place to stay and and gave him a little bit of money to help him you know talk to the man about god and, you know, the man wasn't somebody out there asking for help. He just looked like a, a human that was down on their luck. Down on yeah. his luck. And he wasn't really bothering anybody. And uh, dad, dad helped him. You know, dad felt drawn. You know, we all noticed him. And he told mom about him. And he talked to him and gave him money. And right after that, Val's fever broke. Yeah. I mean, right after <laughs> mom and dad had tried for hours. And I think by the time we got back to the hotel, her fever was gone. Like they didn't even use the, you know, medicine or whatever. And that's kind of a long story for me to tell, to talk about timing though. And I was talking about how something that seems really bad, your, your kid being sick is really bad. Dax has ran a couple really high temperatures in his life. And I don't think there's anything that scares me more than a really high fever. You know, nobody could look at that and say that it's a good thing in some ways. But having that faith and that belief that the timing and the things that happen to you, good and bad, are going to work out and you're going to be in just the right place at just the right time, that is a huge part of getting you through when the timing doesn't suit you. And I always believe that probably because I saw that so much growing up. I mean, there's a million stories like that with <laughs> with Papa and Mama and things that happened to us and our parents when we were traveling. And that 
really instilled that belief and that faith. And I know it did in your heart too, Mm -hmm. that even sometimes the things that are very trying and scary and can seem bad can end up being something that helps someone or that puts you in a certain place at a certain time. Yes, exactly. I truly believe that our step, our steps are ordered by God if we really trust and believe that. And I like something our dad also says. It's been his prayer for many years is just, God, put me where you want me to be when you want me to be there. And it's a simple prayer, but I've tried to incorporate that in my life too because the timing of that is so beautiful because God, that was his child back there. Mm-hmm. Just like Val was mom and dad's child. That's right. That was his child. And he wanted that man to have help. And I always look at, like, our relationship with God, I look at it the same way of our relationship with our kids. Mm -hmm. We only want the best for them. But we can't give them things until they're ready. You're not going to give your kid a phone or a car or you're not going to let them go on a trip you're not going to let them do certain things until they're ready because you love them because it's for their own good Mm -hmm. but you love them your love for your child is the greatest love that you'll ever experience in your life and I always always think of God and his relationship with us as the same way he wants the very best for us he wants us to have everything but we have to trust that timing because he sees the big picture. He sees our lives from before the beginning to after the end of it. And where he sees the, the big picture, we get stuck in just like we get stuck in the forest and all we see are the trees sometimes when he's looking at the whole big picture. And that timing is always for our good. It's always because there's something else that needs to happen or something else that needs to fall into place for us to be where we need to be when we need to be there. And maybe like that, it's for somebody else's good also. That's right. And I love what you said. I guess I've never thought about it that way. But God used something like our parents loving their child so much. Anybody who has children knows that there's no love like what you have for your child. And there's not many things, I think, that could get mom and dad out at night in a strange town with a whole car full of kids besides their baby. And I love what you said. That was his child. He used the love that mom and dad had for their child Mm -hmm. to give love to his child. And that's what's so wonderful about it is the timing not only can be used to help you and make things better for you, but you may encounter someone along the way that you would not have encountered had you not sit on your front porch, Beth, and had to stay still, you know, you, you might have, if you'd gone out and do that, done that thing, things would not have happened um, the way that they needed to for you to come in contact with those, the right people for you to be processed in the way. And I love that about timing. It really makes it a lot easier to accept if you start to think of it that way. It does. Oh, yeah. It'll bring you so much peace in a time when you may be have a lot of turmoil or a lot of discouragement or a lot of unhappiness. It will give you a peace, you know, peace that passes understanding. You'll have this peace in your heart and your soul 
and you'll trust that and you'll know that, okay, this is just a downtime. This is a waiting time for me. It's not my time yet, but my time is coming. Yeah, I'm going to tell another story because I haven't told enough already. Tell There's them. another good stories. timing story. I can tell a lot of these because I'm impatient. So I've had to learn a lot about timing. <laughs> but you can help me out with this story as well. So just to just to fill everybody in, Christy and I have been planning a trip to Spain and Portugal for like a really long time. Our final year that was these plans were going to come to life and we were going to go was what year? 20... 21 2021 well right when was your kid born 20 at the end of whatever year I'm talking about it was 2022 then I guess no it wasn't yeah because Shepard just turned one in 2022 no we're in 2024 just kidding yeah it was 2022 I'm a year behind yeah it was 2022 because he turned a year old in November of 2023 yeah yeah okay so 2022 God, I can't, like, we're already in 2024. That's I why know. I was like, what? That was two years ago. So we were only a couple of weeks away from booking our tickets mm-hmm. when you told me, surprise, <laughs> I'm going to have a kid. <laughs> well, the plan was to then put that off until after he was born. Of course, with him still being small, he was still about six months old, and you didn't want to you didn't want to leave him, which is completely understandable. And you said, "Look, I don't know when I'm going to be ready to leave. Probably never, but I don't know when I'm going to feel like I can leave." Basically, and yeah, and I said, "I don't, I don't want to." You said, "I don't want, I don't want to hold you back because mm-hmm. I know this is something that we really wanted to do, and I know you really want to go. So don't let what's going on in my life." affect you and your plans yes so which was not easy for me to say (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure don't go without me it was something we had planned together we gotten so excited about all the places we wanted to see but I also even though it was hard I truly meant it because I didn't want like it you didn't tell me to have another kid I didn't tell me to have another (laughs) kid either but (laughs) again that's right that's right um well yeah and I did and I finally I wrestled with it a little bit and I was like okay you know, I'm fairly well-traveled. I'm just going to take this trip by myself. So I started planning. Had it all planned out and was getting ready to book my tickets. And for whatever reason, when I got ready to book my tickets, it was it was that, that summer. It was right before the summer because I didn't want to go when it was really, really hot. So I was trying to go in the spring. The tickets just looked at them one day. They were one price looked at them the next day and they were like ridiculous. And I had such a hard time. I told Nevada, I said, I can't buy this ticket when I know I can get it for that. What is going on? Yeah. And I guess just the seasons or something. And I thought I was kind of in front of that, but I guess I wasn't. I understand now why, because it made me put it off just enough that the seasons changed you know, kids were about to be out of school. It was getting really hot over there anyway. So I put it off again. And I said, and all along, let me re- just remind you that I asked you. Oh, every time you ask <laughs> like, me, are you ready? Every other week, I'd be like, you sure you don't want to go? Because I really was looking forward to it. And so then I said, I'll do it in the fall. We'll let the summer pass. We'll let the heat pass. 
and I'll do it in the fall. I plan to do it right around Thanksgiving. Ask you again. You said no. <laughs> and so I went ahead. I went ahead and booked, I think it was about a month or maybe a couple months before, but I booked it for November. That was, was that, that was November 2023. Yes. Yes. So I booked my ticket. I booked my hotel. I have it all planned out. And then everything started going on in the Middle East. And did you ask, did you ask our friend Angie to go then? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me back okay, up. Yeah, Let me back up. Say. Thank you for that. Yes. So, but I still wanted someone to go with me because I thought it'd just be really fun, you know, to have somebody to go and, you know, really to enjoy it with. And, you know, if you've never done any international traveling or if you have done it, you know that you you definitely want somebody by your side that that you like <laughs> that. Yeah. But, you know, that can that. um Yeah, that you like that, that, that you'll that vibe can travel well, well with, with you. that yeah. you can travel well. Yes. And so there that weren't a, like. there were <laughs> but what I'm going to say, it makes me sound like I don't like anybody, but there's not too many people I would ask to go take an international trip with sure. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just, it has to be a certain type of person. And yeah. obviously you have to have a certain vibe with a person. So I asked our good friend, Angie, I thought I'm going to ask her because I feel like she's just, she's a fun loving person. She loves to travel. And I just asked her, like, spur of the moment. She also does our hair, so I was sitting in her chair one day. And I said, hey, I'm taking this trip. Do you want to go with me? And she almost did. I mean, she was so ready. We even ran in there and talked to her husband about it before I even left. And she was so ready, but the timing wasn't right because she had her girls and her grandbaby and all these people coming to her house for Thanksgiving. And we got back, I think, on I want to say we got back on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know. I may have that confused. Anyway, so she can't go, okay? And I'm like, well, that's it. I'm just going to go by myself once again. Let's let's do this. Book my ticket. Did all that. All of the travel advisories went, you know, Portugal is like one of the safest countries around. And all the travel advisories went up to do not travel, like, do not travel, reconsider travel, like the highest all of, one. All of the stuff that was going on in the Middle East and yes. all of that had the whole world There were a lot of strikes of, yeah. and, like, a yeah. lot of upset in different um, surrounding European countries. And, I mean, which is something I never saw coming. And my, my husband and my dad freaked <laughs> out. And I was so frustrated at this point because I was like, I felt like this trip had been delayed three or four times. Well, now I had my ticket booked and I was like, I don't care. I'm going. I'm be fine. Patience, grasshopper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I was frustrated. Like, oh, my God, you know, these men's trying to get in my way. <laughs> and they're like, don't go. You can put it off and, and go. You know, if something, you know, that whole thing, if something happened or whatever. And, right. I, you know, I'm like, God will protect me. I'm good. I'm going to go. And. I could not get it out of my heart. I just couldn't get it out of my heart that something didn't feel quite right. And I was so disappointed and I was so upset when I had to go on, call the airline, tell them I needed to 
get an e-credit or whatever for my ticket to travel at a later date. I was so disappointed because I had everything booked until I was just absolutely like, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Like, I want to do it. I feel like I need to do it. I don't know if it's going to happen. And it just, amazingly enough, worked out, but it didn't work out then. It didn't work out the three or four times I wanted it to. But I will let you pick up from this story since I talk for way too long when I'm telling a story, I tell a lot of details, but how did that trip turn out, Chris? So basically, after you canceled your trip, you were ready to start planning it again. Travel advisories went, went down yes. and I was like, Let's yes, go. you're like, okay, it's time to go. Let's do this. So we were actually up in this office getting ready to record a podcast episode. And you said to me, I'm going to go at this time and I said oh I want to go like I had finally gotten through all of the things with my child I was still nursing him at the time and just a lot of things going on but it just worked out perfectly I'm like I felt I felt like a clearing in my heart where I could go and I almost fell out of this chair I was and you're like right what? in this chair we're yeah. about to record you're like you're going to go with me? Because I thought it was off the table completely. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah. And I felt good about it. And so we got excited. We started planning the trip. I ended up back in the chair with our good friend Angie <laughs> for my next hair appointment and told her, hey, because she was like, what happened with your trip? We're talking about all of it. I was like, but we're going. Christy's going with me. And she said, can I still go? Because I think I can go at that time. And it turns out that it worked out for all of us. Everything's booked. Everything's planned. And it's the three of us, which were the people that I asked to go anyway, but we're all going together, yes. which is going to make the trip a heck of a lot more fun. We're so excited. And, you know, looking back, yes, did I get frustrated? Yes, I did. I was not perfect through the process, I promise. But I did, at one point when I was praying, say, don't let this happen if it's not the right time. Mm -hmm. And thank you for stopping it if it wasn't supposed to happen. And I feel so happy and so at peace now because the the people that are supposed to go are going. And it's working out for everybody's schedules, for everybody's life to go do this thing where we won't be stressed, where we won't have crazy travel advisories. None of these things that may have been obstacles. And I just... I don't even know what's going to happen because we haven't taken the trip yet, but I feel very confident that it was supposed to happen at this time with the two of you, and it turned out exactly how it was supposed to. And if I would have rushed it and let my Beth get in the way of all of it, <laughs> then it wouldn't have been the same. Well, I was so excited about it, too. And just to add to that, little things that will fall into place. This is the cool thing about when the timing is right on something like you, you tried and tried and tried and tried and it, the timing wasn't right. Things just weren't working out. It didn't feel easy. No. <laughs> when we started planning it, everything just fell into to place. Mm -hmm. We got good deals on our tickets. Mm -hmm. We found fantastic places to stay. Everything just started clicking. Well, after we had already booked all this, all of a sudden, Christy, since I am not the most organized person to begin with, <laughs> yeah. I forgot that my... 
I had changed over to my married name on on almost everything except my passport. And I didn't even think about my passport. And we had booked everything. And then I'm, all of a sudden, Beth and I are talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't even changed my passport. I needed your passport number for something. Yeah, you were getting ready to book like, something else on the trip. Give and, me your and, passport number. Yeah, you said, I need your passport number. And then I was like, oh, no, it's still in my maiden name. So long story short, I sent it off and was praying that it would get back in time. And <laughs> let me just say this. When I was, I had filled out all the information for my passport, I was standing in the post office. I went in there to get like a money order because they're very specific about how you have to pay for things. I went in the post office with my little toddler on my hip who is just into everything all the time now. He's like wrestling me. I get all the stuff. I'm standing there in the post office, you know, stapling my picture trying to make sure I get everything in the right place and get this passport together, have my marriage license, everything. And I'm just praying. I'm like, oh, my God, please let me do this right because I'm so distracted by him. I couldn't put him down because of where we were. So anyway, I get it already. I send it off. So a little while later, I see some posts from some people who were trying to get their passports. This one in particular, he made a post and said his wife's passport renewal had gotten sent back twice to him. Because staples oh were in the wrong place or the ink was the wrong color. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, at first I panicked. I'm like, oh, no, did I put my staples in the right place? Did I use the right color ink? I have no idea because I was wrestling a toddler while I was trying to put all this together. So anyway, long story short, I was like, oh, but then I just I, I took a deep breath and I said, no, God, you've got this. If this is meant to be. I'll get it back and it'll be fine. And within a few days of that, I got an email that said, your passport's approved and it's been mailed. And how, how long of a time was that altogether? I think like ridiculous for getting maybe a passport less back. than three weeks. <clears throat> and it wasn't just a name change. When you do it, like you did it, you had to go get a new passport, new passport number and all of that. Yes. They have to totally, when you change your name like that, it's not just, yeah, they have to totally redo everything. They have to print you a brand new passport and give you a new number and all of that. And so when I got that notification, it was like, God was like, see, I got you. Everything's fine. So I was amazed, like, this is how God's timing works when things are right. Here are other people, which I hate that they're having trouble getting their passport because that's can be a pain. But I thought, here I am with a toddler praying that I even get it right. And within no time, they got it right and sent it right back to me. See, and that's that's what's so amazing, too, because I had to have patience through that whole thing, too, because... You not having your passport, I wanted to strangle you just a I tiny was like, bit. I'm sorry, I totally but, forgot. But Angie and I could not book. We were trying to book the train across Spain and then the other flight from Spain to Portugal. Yeah. And you can't, we can, could not do that without a passport number. And you said, well, just go ahead and book your y'all's. And I was like, I'm not leaving you <laughs> in Barcelona and be like, bye, catch the next train or whatever. So I just, Took a deep breath, kind of like you did, and was like, hey, this ain't, this ain't my first go round with this. Yeah. I've had a lot going on with this trip. And it just, it all worked out. And it, I have no doubt that it all worked out for our good. And the timing is right. I feel at peace. I don't feel any drawbacks about it. Mm-mm. I'm super excited about it. And that's, I know we got long-winded telling some stories, mainly me, but that is the thing whether it's, you know, a trip, whether it's a relationship, 
a business adventure or a business venture, an opportunity. There are so many things that the timing has to be right for. And we want to press it and make it on our terms and our timing. But there's so much that we don't see. There's such a bigger picture to everything. There is. That is why it is so important to trust and to build that faith and to work on yourself and to realize that everything just doesn't happen exactly when we want it to. But when it does happen, it's so it's usually so much better than what we thought it was even going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful part about it. And, you know, it's also easy, I think, for people to fall into that comparison trap of like if you're say you're doing the same thing as another person, maybe you're both reaching towards a goal that's very similar. Like maybe maybe you have a business and your friend has a business and all of a sudden their business just takes off. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to get discouraged or maybe maybe you're looking for that one true love and all of your friends have found their their forever person and you're still by yourself. It's really hard sometimes not to compare your your life and your journey with theirs because you think oh well we're basically doing the same thing like why am I not where I want to be but you can't you have to realize that when it comes to timing everybody's is different everybody's journey is different like our friend Terry used to say who I miss so much he always used to say hey that's your journey that ain't Mm -hmm. my journey Mm -hmm. he was big about saying that like everybody's journey is totally different so you can't let yourself compare your life to other people's and where they are. Cheer for them and be happy for, for theirs because you're, you're, like I said earlier, your time is coming. It's just God is putting all the places, all the pieces together so that when your time does come, you're ready for it and it'll be so much better than you even expected it to be. Yeah, I love that because you can think about all the ways something's not work, working and how the timing's not right. Or you can take that opportunity, like you said, with a relationship. Maybe you need some more time to think about what you really, what you really want in a in a person. Maybe there's some things you're supposed to do before you, you know, have that other person in your life. Maybe it's a trip like us that maybe two of your favorite people are supposed to go with you at a certain time. Whatever it is, you know, my season of being still. Take that time to see what you can do to prepare for when it's going to happen. Not if. Have that faith. Have that trust. Prepare yourself. Let yourself be processed. If you're sitting in that quiet place, take, hey, I've got more time to work on me. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in this still place. I can work on me. There's so many ways that you can look at that and make it positive and see it as an opportunity it's hard. First-hand experience here. It's hard to be patient if you're not patient. It's hard to wait if you don't want to wait. But having that confidence and taking what you do have during that time of waiting doesn't mean you just sit. You don't do anything. You prepare for what's going to happen. That's right. You know, there's the big thing, you know, it, people who are like big manifestors and things like that, which I believe manifesting is a real thing. But I believe that the key point that a lot of people leave out of that is that it's all based on faith. I believe God will give you everything and allow you to manifest your dreams and the things that you want in your life. But 
your faith is what makes that happen, your faith in God and trusting that process. But, you know, they always tell you to to focus on that, mm-hmm. but to concentrate on being very grateful for where you are now mm-hmm. and to feel that happiness and that feeling that you would feel. Think of yourself in that place that you want to be and to focus on feeling that joy and that happiness now and work on having a positive mindset and being happy where you are now and know that that will come to you. And it really does change the way that you look at your life when you go back to gratitude and you go back to where you are now and just being happy with where you are now. Focus on those dreams and the things that you want, but stay grateful and keep your mind in the right place. And like you said, prepare. Go ahead and make preparations. Do everything that you can do. Become the best version of yourself now, and those things will come at the right time. Yeah, believe that good things are coming, but stay present and focus on where you are now. Yes. 